0: Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show Podcast. Um, I am Tony Payne, and I am trying so hard right now not to laugh because my guest <laughs> is already making me crack up. Um, yes, in today's episode, um, before I introduce my guest, today's episode, we're going to be talking about NFTs that have in real life use cases or in real life use. And I think this is very important. I think this conversation is very important because, you know, I have been seeing a lot of negative publicity about NFTs lately. I recently read an article um, on MSNBC, I believe, or NBC News. I'm not 100% sure which one it was. Um, speaking of NFTs, and I think, you know, with the media, we know bad news sells. I think a lot of media houses are excited to jump on any bad news <laughs> or any bad thing about NFTs because, you know, it's new. Remember when the internet started, people, a lot of people were like totally against it. Now it's the norm. And the same goes with NFTs. A lot of people are against NFTs surprisingly, right? Because you we love the technology here at the NFT Talk Show podcast. I love the technology. Um But yes. So I have been seeing a lot of that. And I think it's so important that we highlight the good things that are happening in NFTs. I mean, you know me, I'll keep it real with you. And I will talk about, you know, the nastiness too, but we got to balance this thing out right we gotta highlight the good things as well because there um a lot of good nfts out there and like i spoke about in the previous episode you know about the nfts that i'm bullish on and why i'm bullish on them (laughs) um one of the nfts that i am absolutely um Absolutely bullish on is called MetaFans. And we, me today, I have a Jeff Lipson. Um, he is the chief strategy officer for MetaFans, and he's going to be talking to so us. We're we're gonna be talking about um NFTs and in real life uses because that's what they're doing. And I think for me um and people listening, I think it is important to kind of see. The type of NFTs that are out there that are not just, you know, oh, I'm going to flip or I'm going to do this, that are actually doing something. And he's going to share with us how they have been able to build this really strong community that I'm also a proud part of um, and give their holders these experiences because yay I went to Miami. <laughs> I right, welcome welcome Jeff and do not make me start cackling and laughing like an idiot. Okay.
1: <laughs> hello, hello. Yes, I kept myself on mute for the entirety of the <laughs> introduction so as not to completely ruin the entire thing so we have to start over again.
0: <laughs> oh God, I know. What was the hoot hoot? What was it's that? Woo, woo, woo. Oh, okay. woo, woo. Hey. Yeah, like, hey, woo, woo. Like, let's go.
1: <laughs>
0: I was I was so caught off guard by that. But yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> so that's called breaking the ice. Tony. It
0: is. It is. You broke the
1: ice big time. Uh, well, thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to talk about just NFTs and, and the world that we're living in. And, you know, obviously we'll talk a little bit about Metafans, but um, you know, what you were just talking about in general, everything about talking about the space and, and what we're trying to accomplish and just, you know, how people view the space in general. And I Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I feel very fortunate now that I've been able to be a full time, like nine to five person. This is my full time job in the space now for, you know, around seven months and have participated in the space, you know, personally for, you know, uh, a couple of years from an NFT perspective and crypto mm-hmm. perspective for longer. But now that I've been in the space full time, it's like you really start to formulate your opinions around what's going on and why certain things are happening and what consumer behavior is like and how it's going to change. So yeah, I'm just excited to dive into all of it and talk about NFTs on the NFT talk Show podcast.
0: Beautiful. You know, let's, let's start with consumer behavior. You just mentioned consumer behavior. What are some of the things that you have noticed? Cause I spoke about that, um, on the previous episode, the last episode of the show. And I was talking about, you know, the way the market is right now and how a lot of the rug pulls that have taken place in the NFT market have really, really affected the legit, um, projects out there because 100%. Yeah, because, you know, you might have somebody or uh, a project that's building up that's legit and has like, you know, good offerings. But because the space has, you know, gone through its uh, moments, people might be like, Oh, wait, what if this is another rug pull? Oh, wait, I don't want to lose money or wait. Um, you know, just all these thoughts in their head. And coupled with the fact that, you know, we just keep getting, um, these negative, publicity, which is so tiring, I know. you know, what have you noticed in terms of computer? Um, I said, did I just say computer? (laughs) Computer. Yeah, Yeah, computer, computer. We're all robots. Consumer behavior.
1: Yeah. I I think that, I think that what we're experiencing is it's natural in the progression of technology and new things entering the marketplace in the world. Right. So, um, when things are nascent and brand new and, um, there's, you know, lack of regulation because things are just coming into play and, and, and people haven't caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an, there, it, it's a bit of the wild, wild west, which is the blessing and the curse of, of new technology and new industries. Um, and so with that, there are going to be those people that are looking to take advantage that are going to, um, you know, scam people, uh, rug pull people, take people's money uh you know, commit fraud, do all these other things because they can get away with it, because uh regulation and and people's understanding of the space and how to protect themselves and security is also trying to catch up, right? Yeah, the growth of the space is happening faster. And there were previous examples of that, you know, with social media, with you know the 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 food and drug administration even when like medicine was starting to grow. I mean there's so many different examples. And so now we're here. And the problem obviously is that in the early stages, mm-hmm. uh, from a mass adoption perspective, there's going to be an inherent lack of trust. Um, and then when you start to build on top of that, you know, what, what sells, right? What does the media pick up? They obviously pick up, you know, negativity is what sells in all of our heads. Oh, yes. Right? It I, I see it. it.
0: Yeah. It
1: could, be, it could be about someone dying. Uh, it can be about mass tragedy. It can be whatever, but you go look at the news and what what is plastered all over the news all day are negative stories because for whatever reason, our brains are wired to to want to crave that. Um, yeah. So that's what most people hear about. They hear about how people are being exploited and losing all their money in the space, which obviously is not uh, the majority of what's happening, but unfortunately it exists. That, and, yeah. Or, it, so it's not it, the
0: majority. You're right. You know, yeah. sorry to cut you off, but you're yeah. right. It, it's not the majority, but it's what is being highlighted. You know, let me, I'm going to read this headline to you and it's um, <clears throat> I must feel embarrassed reading it. Um, it's NBC news. And the headline is celebrity endorsed NFTs leave investors financially crippled, mm. you know, and I've seen versions of this story where it's like person loses their life savings. On NFTs, like those kind of headlines. And I've been seeing a lot of it. And, you know, one thing that I try to do on this show, um, I say our new tagline is going to be honest conversations about NFTs and crypto. Because one thing that I try to do on this show is from a perspective of somebody that's in it. If I get burned, I'll tell you. If yeah. I win, I'll tell you, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you exactly, um, how it is. You know, you spoke about security and the fact that the space is very new and they're going to be people that try to take advantage of people because, you know, it's very new and they're navigating, they're learning. I have done, <laughs> I think security is probably my most done topic. Got it. On the show. And even with it, I still know people that, you know, will get like, oh, I listened to that episode, but I missed that part and this happened to me. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's just like to, to, this all kind of comes under the consumer behavior point, but it's, you know, behavior will change as things catch up, right? I mean, people are already learning, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. The market is very different now than it was six months ago. Uh, consumers are wising up uh, to the types of fraudulent scams that are out there. It still exists and security still should be a big topic. right? The fact that the number one platform where everyone goes for community called Discord is still probably the number one place where uh, people are most exposed is yes. a massive inherent flaw within the ecosystem and the industry. I know for sure that that is going to change and that, that like improvements will be made, but it's just going to take a little bit of time because you have all these, like what, what allows things to get better is smart people coming in and building in the yes. industry. And you get an influx of builders that want to solve critical problems. And then yes. over time, those problems get fixed. And, and then people feel a little bit more trustworthy of everything that's going on and adoption will increase over time. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the whole thing and then the other consumer behavior point is like you know how people treat the industry and if you're not a if you're not worth a hundred million dollars after four weeks of existence you're a failure and that's obviously not normal business fundamentals right it like, isn't <laughs> you know, if, if you were starting a clothing brand and then someone told you after two months oh you know you're not a hundred million dollar you know retail brand yet you should probably close up shop uh that's no one should tell you that if they did they're you know probably it's, it's don't so have great business instincts.
0: It's so funny, you know, how those expectations um came about because that is the expectations in the Ntsy space. And I was talking about this again in the um last show where if a project is building out, right, and people don't see results in two seconds, they start dumping. Right. How do you expect that? <laughs> like how do you expect, you know, Think of it in terms of business or a company or whatnot. You don't expect a business, a startup or a business to, you know, take off within a week. Right. You know, you don't expect that, you know, and then you mentioned something just now that actually makes um, a lot of sense in terms of discord and how people are gonna come into the space and start building. And we saw this with smart contracts. When I got into this NFT space, um, I, I guess around this time last year, right? We didn't have, you know, we had smart contracts. We had the OpenSea 1155, we had the foundation, and but we didn't have an easy access to smart contracts. Now you have Manifold where you can actually, for artists, right? Um, yeah. Where you can actually build, your own um not build but use your own smart contact for very like literally close to nothing right very cheap versus yep. back then it was you if you wanted your own smart contract you had to pay um a developer maybe an ETH or $4000 and above now right. for $50 or I, literally i just deployed another smart contract on manifold um last week and it cost like $20 <laughs> 20 right. something dollars to deploy i think it wasn't even up to $50 you know um oh. when gas is favorable literally just you know deployed my own smart contract for 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 um less than fifty dollars whereas the year before exact time year before it would have cost me over four thousand dollars just to do that and with discord i think what's going to happen um again whoever's listening feel free to quote me i always tell people to quote me because i'm nostradamus and i'm I can see the future (laughs) um with discord i think what's going to happen is somebody's going to build something and everybody's going to shift from discord to whatever that something is and that something is going to serve um web3 or the nft community better because it will understand the needs discord was for gamers right you know and they don't they don't have the issues of finances now you have an issue where money comes into play, right? With gamers, it's just, you know, oh, my fan base, you know, yada, yada, yada. Let's do this. But with NFTs, you're dealing with financials, you know, and to just make it so easy to put a link up or hack a discord. Um, I think somebody's going to build something that one, um, offers more security and two, just feels better not as clumpy as Discord, <laughs> feels so, better for NFTs and the community. And not Twitter either. Twitter... a
1: little bit of alpha that's just for your community? And obviously, this is still super on the DL.
0: Go ahead. You heard it here first. See, this is why y'all love Tony, because she brings you the tea. <laughs> yes, Wait, please well,
1: go ahead. I, I, uh, I'm one of those builders that's looking to solve that problem.
0: Oh, beautiful. If you need... Okay, so if you need me to like you know give hey this is you know whatever this is you know what i'm trying to say yes please call me because we definitely need something like that and if you're able to do it i will be sure to help you make noise about it because we need it you know we need it 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 took me a while to get used to discord
1: I mean, when I oh, first... Yeah, I, I hate it. And I, I, we're getting like almost off, off track with the initial thing, <laughs> but I will, it's an important co- part of the conversation because Discord yes. plays such a crucial role in today's current state of Web3 and NFTs. Mm-hmm. But it does. It, it's specifically something that that we experience with Metafans because um, we have really like over-indexed on the first-time NFT buyer and the first-time wallet opener. Uh, which means that we're also getting first time discord users. Um, even I was a first time discord user when I went into the NFT space to begin with, like I'd never used the platform before. Same. It's, it's, it is a massive hurdle to getting people to participate in the space. It's like people might be fine with opening a wallet and fine with, with getting Ethereum and even fine with figuring out how to mint. But then they're like, what's the value? I can't participate. Um, because this is such a cumbersome activity, it is so time-consuming. It is so difficult to understand and learn. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I supposed to get the value out of being part of this? Like, it's I can't d- like leave my full-time job to go be a community member of a, of a project. Um, so yeah, that's a it's a it's a unique problem that I'm trying to figure out how to solve right now.
0: I, I'm sure you're brilliant. You'll figure it out, and we'll be here to um, support you all the way um exactly. i know i know there's a i think um cpn i'm not sure if you've heard of cpg um crypto packaged goods um they opted not to use discord they yeah. opted to use telegram and i thought that was a brilliant move on their part um mm-hmm. because i think telegram is a little smoother mm-hmm. Um, and you and it's still the same way you can verify your token using yeah. telegram yep. and i was like wait what <laughs> and that's the beauty of being involved in the space as well you get to um you know share ideas learn you're oh i'm always learning like i you know i am nostradamus and all but at the <laughs> i like saying that at the <laughs> same at the same time it every day in the space is a new um learning experience for me and which brings me to um you know meta fans or you know nfts that have in the real life uses like I look at my wallet and a lot of times if I you know i've done that whole okay i'm gonna go through my look in my wallet what is this what does this do for me what does this do for me if it's not art we know what art does for me right art is for my wall i purchased art um right. like i would purchase art in a gallery so we know the use of one of one art now yeah. i've invested in so, so so and so and i'm looking at it okay what does this do for me <laughs> you know yeah. and out of my entire wallet, MetaFans is probably one of the NFTs that I can honestly say, um, this actually has this, this actually has that, because I've experienced, um, you know, I've experienced MetaFans holding what holding a MetaFans token can do. I've had that experience. Um, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, it, I mean, I was bullish. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here like, Going to New York, I'm going to go speak, and I wasn't planning on going to a lot of events, but I'm planning, like, y'all better be planning something because I'll be there. (laughs) We are.
1: We've got lots of fun stuff going We're going to have some Central Park hangouts. I'll be there. Some (laughs) other parties that we're going to have access to. We're going to be putting on our own party on probably that, like, Wednesday night. So, yeah, there's going to be be plenty of fun stuff going on. and maybe we'll even come up with some, some stuff on the fly. Maybe we'll get like a live Twitter spaces going or a live podcast episode or something Yeah. Do like some fun stuff. But, um, but yes, so there's going to be can a I, lot going on. What's that? Can
0: I suggest something that would Definitely. be fun? How about a holder's
1: soccer match? It's about kind of, sports, right? No, That's exactly sort of what I'm thinking about Central Park. So like, or baseball people. or softball, yes. not baseball. I want to like, so we're going to get like a, you know, like a Central Park pass to have like up to like a hundred people or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Claim, claim a bunch of space early in the morning, set up, get a bunch of really good like New York pizzas and then set up like Ooh. soccer station area for people to like play on maybe like a, you know, four on four and then like maybe a softball area and like have like our own like little sports hangout music chill festival, fun games. I like
0: that. Afternoon. I like that. That's like, you know, you're, that's like the Coachella of <laughs> sports <Yeah. laughs> sports NFTs, right? Yeah. I See, I would do stuff like that. Like, I was thinking about, you know, a lot of the NFTs are like, oh, we're going to do parties, which is great. But everybody's doing the same exact type of parties. Exactly. So for me, I'm like, I, wanna, I want something different. Like, yeah. I will take... Um, a, like I know MetaFrance is sports, so this probably doesn't even apply to you. But if I had an NFT, which is something I'm probably going to plan for my holders, where we just do a joint gallery visit. New York is like artsy, right? And we just meet up, have food, and just do a joint gallery visit or I something. You know what I mean? That would be so much. Let's experience the city together. That would be so much fun. I um, agree more. But you know, I guess, you know, the the people behind leadership matters is what right. I'm trying to say. Leadership matters and having great ideas um, versus just, oh, this place makes money. So I just want to come in and make money. Um, you'll see a big difference. And I, I appreciate the fact that um, MetaFans, at least y'all are trying to do something different. Thank you.
1: And, yeah.
0: and they're so, not a... Go I was ahead.
1: Just say, like, what, the, the point that you just made, um, you know, around... You know, people are coming in to, to just make money. And then, you know, going back to also the points that you were making around, like, you know, you look at the, the NFTs in your wallet and you're like, what are these doing for me? It all come, I think a lot of that, it all boils down to a couple things, which is like, one, the whole, the context and the reason behind why the space is the way, the way it is right now is because uh-huh. there's so much, no one knows where the space is going to go, right? Everyone views this technology as a high ceiling technology, um, and a high ceiling space. And so there's all this speculation, right? And there's all this Mm -hmm. speculation about who's going to succeed and who's not going to succeed. And that's why there are these massive, you know, variances of different projects with different floor prices and why people are buying into them because they're trying to capitalize on the speculation
0: speculation. Yeah.
1: But the bottom line, the bottom line is that all this is are a bunch of startups that are leveraging new technology as part of the backbone of their business yes that's all, that's all they are these this word project gets thrown around i excuse can I can i curse on the podcast
0: <laughs> why do you have, people always ask me that no <laughs> you can use the alternative version
1: i i effing hate uh the term projects um I'm like, with you on that one, it, but <laughs> it, I, I not to get too off of topic, but I just think that it is a word that uh, gives leeway to people that are not trying to do enough in this space or trying to, at worst case, do malicious things in the space because and it's just a project, so it's okay. And it doesn't give enough credit to the people that are actually building real businesses for the future. Anyways, so that's my gripe with the word project. But my point is that Good point. All, all of these things, they're just businesses. And when you're buying something the difference in the consumer behavior of a normal business that you buy a product of versus a web three business that you're buying a product of the nft is just the product of that business or it's a representation of the product that you expect from that business the difference is that when i buy a pair of warby parker glasses i'm Mm -hmm. not buying the warby parker glasses because i expect those warby parker glasses to provide me uh my retirement i'm buying them because i want the Warby Parker glasses on my face to help me block the sun.
0: You know what? Me, you, same vibe. I literally talk about this all the time. Okay. So I was like, I, I, I use Birkins. I I mean, not I use Birkins. I probably can't afford a Birkin, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I use Birkins as an example, or like going to the club and, you know, popping bottles. Right. If I buy a Birkin, right. I, I, I say this, you know, I'm buying a Birkin because I want to carry a Birkin and I like it. If I walk into Dior, I'm buying Dior because I want to, you know, I like Dior. I like the way their sunglasses look and I, you know, want to wear it, not because I feel like, you know, if I buy the sunglasses today um, by tomorrow, I can flip it to somebody else for double the price. Right. And I liken when I talk about one-of-one one art, cause we just had a one-of-one one art season and I liken one-of-one one art to that. I'm like one-of-one yes. one art for me, um is like a purchase that brings you joy, like your Birkin or your Dior sunglasses or your Fendi boots, right? Yeah. That's one-of-one yeah. one art. And then the um projects, AKA small businesses or startups are like your investments. Right. Sure. These are the ones that, you know, you're holding on to so kind of like you would invest in a Coca Cola or something and hoping that, you know, whatever the case is. Um, so I'm going to go to number three, whatever the case is, this investment is going to grow. Then you also have your experiences. And I think that's where y- y'all fall under, which is you get this NFT. It gives you an experience. It could be ticketing. It could be, um, kind of how you have like winning. Uh, and we're going to talk about that's winning sports experiences. It could be going to concerts that yes. you have that category as one. Well. that's how I, 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 define NFTs, like in yeah. three categories.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, I, I agree. It, and it's, it, if it, if it's like, you know, people that have come into the space and if they're the premise of their business model is we want to create something that, that, uh that just is excite like people are excited about so therefore rises in value and people make money off of us none of those are going to succeed in the long run ever animated the- series yeah the only ones that are going to succeed are the ones that are actually building a real product and you know the floor price is just a representation of the value of whatever they are delivering and that's how we're going to see things you know the weeds are going to, it's going to be, the, the, the week is going to be weeded out here, especially in a bear market. Um, you know, the, the people that are not really building for the right reasons or not really being thoughtful about what they're building, they're all going to fall out and die. And that's why it's like, you you might look in your wall and it's like, why do I own some of these things? Especially months oh, after you buy yes. them. You're like, you're <laughs> like, did I buy this just because I thought there was a floor price increase potential? Or did I buy this because I like actually wanted to be a part of what they were doing? Um... And there's a lot of examples of that. So for us, we're more focused on, you know, for, for us, it's like, yeah, sure. The NFT can, can, the interesting part about NFTs is that it gives this ownership aspect through the technology, right? This proof of ownership, this mm-hmm. authentic ownership, yes. so that you, you both have access to our products and theoretically, you know, a piece of quote unquote equity almost that you can flip in the future. But really, we're we're more focused on let's just build a, a business and our quote-unquote stock price will rise naturally. But we're just focusing on building the right things. And for us, what building is for us is we are like a membership pass. Exactly. So, right. And all <sighs> that we're doing is we're leveraging the blockchain and NFTs as the backbone of creating a modern-day Web3 membership and country club.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, I don't want it to be confusing for people that are, you know, not super deep in the space that are so intimidated by this whole, like, what are NFTs and what is web three? Guys, girls, everything, everyone else, everything. All we're doing is we are a community. We are a membership club. And instead of you signing a contract with us that pays us a initiation fee with a direct deposit from your bank account, and paying dues on a monthly basis, you're just purchasing one of our non tokens. And Beautiful. that is the inherent contract that says that you are a member of our community. That's all it is. And then we want to scale that membership uh, with, you know, it's funny that we have to say this, but in real life experiences, obviously, but mm-hmm. also scale it from a digital perspective and leverage all the amazing technology that exists and that will exist to build a community of people that can stay connected and engage with one another that are like-minded and want to be a part of something.
0: You know, I love that you said this and how well said and well thought out this is and how you've explained it. You explained it even better than I actually know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, and I say this all the time, membership, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have a situation where even restaurants are going to have, oh, we already have that. Doesn't yeah. Gary V have that yeah. where he has a restaurant yeah, where fish. Yeah. If you want to yeah. access the um, restaurant, you need to have the NFT, right? Yeah. If I want to access a certain um, thing, you know, then we're going to see situation. I think we're also going to see situations where, you know, because we're, we're super early and there are not many, I don't know if any other NFT out there offers. I have not seen it, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Offer sporting experiences. I don't think I've seen it.
1: There's a few. There's not many. Uh, we were probably the first, to be honest, or okay. at least a, or maybe one of the first, you know, mm-hmm. Nights of DGen I might have started actually before MetaFans. Okay. Uh, um, now, yeah. now there's Vayner Sports Pass that has popped out. Oh,
0: yeah. I saw that. That's true. Um, there's, that's... there's a
1: couple out there, though, but I think we were really one of the originals um, and you know, everyone's, you, you know, quote unquote utility, that word is a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that they all have their space, if that makes sense. They all have their room. I'm not like one of those people. Oh, yeah. Like, if you want to be involved in sports in a web three way, it's meta fans or buster. It's Vayner Sports Pass or buster. It's Knights or degen or bust. I, I believe you you can be a really happy member of all of these communities, especially because of how. Like, in the grand scheme of things, if you think about like being part of multiple clubs and country clubs, it's so cheap Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be part of all of them. Um, whereas like, you don't want to be like, most people wouldn't be like, I'm going to join Soho House and my local country club and my this and my that, because that's way too expensive
0: exactly and, and it also gives you know well we'll talk about networking um in a second but i wanted to touch on utility you just mentioned the word <laughs> utility. Yeah. my favorite word the word <laughs> utility gives me nightmares now um you just mentioned utility um personally when i think of again you're um the chief strategy officer in MetaFans, I can't tell you, you know, your work better than you, but anytime I look at or I think about MetaFans, um, and somebody does ask me like, Oh, what's MetaFans? I say, I don't use the word utility at all. I just say, Oh, it's an NFT that has, um, um, that offers experiences. That's what I say. But would you classify the experiences as you ut- as a utility? Or do you think it just kind of stands alone, um, stands on its
1: own? Um, I, I think that, so my response is, um, as always, um, you know, the nuanced. <laughs>
0: uh, I have was, met my match. <laughs> you know,
1: so, so, I mean, like, yes, it is utility, right? But the thing is about the word utility is like, just like the word project is, I think there are like these early, early adopter words that were sort of like coined for the space that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in my opinion, have, um, outlived their uh their own utility. <laughs> um, yes. they've 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 outlived themselves and I think that it's time for us to make changes because uh utility is another one of those just kind of like it's almost one of those words that it's like, oh if you if you say it, you're you're protected. Um if you have a website and you uh-huh. say you provide utility, uh people are just like, oh sick, uh checkbox, you know, men. Yeah. Um but the fact the fact of the matter is that utility is a umbrella term for the benefits, the perks, the access, the whatever actual val- the value that you are actually getting out of the project. I actually um, prefer and, the word benefits now that you've mentioned that benefits yeah. sounds so much better. Yeah, it's the benefits. It's the value. And at the end of the day, I think it's ridiculous that, um, you know, people are like, yeah, art, for example, like art based projects don't have utility. Um, or art-based projects need to give utility. Are you kidding makes me? It makes no the sense to me. The art is the utility. Like the Exactly. Art, the art is the value. The being a part of owning something that is from someone that you believe in, that is something that you like, or that is a world-renowned artist, is the value. It'd be like saying that I need to go to Da Vinci or Picasso and say, hey, your art isn't enough no the art is owning the piece that is the value so exactly so and then in every other you know uh kind of nook and cranny of the web3 world there's different types of utility there's different types of value every project just like every business in the regular world provides different value their value proposition is different their product is different mm-hmm. so for us our value and the benefits is the access that you get, the events that you're able to go to, the IRL stuff that we provide that is free for meta fans to attend, whether it's sporting events or our own events that we put on, like you've been to, or our ticketing platform that allows you to get discounted tickets, or the cash prize games that you can play, or any of the future stuff that we're coming out with. That is our value for, you know, uh, Yuga Labs and Board 8 Yacht Club. Their utility, their value and their benefit is. The brand, obviously, number one, the IP. And that, and that they it. were
0: early. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that they, that they were early. The brand and the IP that comes with that. The, mm-hmm. the fact that they are being, you know, the leading innovators, cutting edge on, uh, when it comes to, um, uh, metaverse development and, you know, providing their holders with, you know, the, the land for what they're developing, which everyone believes is going to be a major player in the metaverse world. That's their Value and benefit. So, uh, you know, Yuga Labs and Metafans Media both provide utility, but it's about what is like. We have to all dig a, a level deeper, which is what is that? What is the benefit? And do I want? Do like is that important to me? Do I value that value? Do I value mm-hmm. those benefits? And that's how people should be thinking about you know what they what what business they want to buy the product of. I mean, just like every other day life, if you're buying a product from a business, do you like that one more? Do you like that one more? Do exactly. I want to buy, buy a t-shirt or do I want to buy a pair of sunglasses? And you're making the decision based off of I either need something to put on my chest or I need something to put over my eyes. You know, like your exactly. decision based off of what's important to you and what you need. And that's <laughs> it should be the same way in Web3 with NFTs and, and what people are putting out there.
0: You know, in, in a
1: well we are in a sane world sort of
0: <laughs> i mean we are trading jpegs after all but in a sane world i i see like for instance i'll give you a good example of what's in my head right now like a meta fans for instance right that does offer um like you know sporting experiences and things like that do you know how many sports fans are truly out there they are like a ton of sports fans out there and yeah. the fact that we're still early i feel like my for instance, my meta fans, when sports fans or more people start to discover NFTs and these NFTs like you know, yours that will stand the test of time, um, I can see the value going up. Oh yeah. Because you know? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give anybody my meta oh, but they can lease it. <laughs> right. Right. You, know, you want my meta fan? No problem, lease it from me, you know? Um, or maybe, you know, um Oh, you're hot. Okay. Here. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Here's <Yeah>. my metaphor. <laughs> and exactly. my C phrase. Um, but yeah. So I can see that in the few, I mean, this is me in my head. You know, this is my nostradamus working. I can see that in the future in a sane environment, right? It makes a whole lot of sense that, you know, when you have these NFTs like yours that are tested and proven and shows that you actually get to experience something and I mean I have experienced something, you know what I mean? I got to experience Formula 1. That was like mind-blowing for me, right? Yeah. And when you have um these NFTs where you get to actually experience something, for me I would not want to I would not want to sell that. I would want to hold right. on to it um for the longest or whatever because I know as a, if I'm a sports fan, I get more value from just holding on than flipping in for whatever. And then when more people come into the space and when more sports fans know about the space, they're going to be looking at, Oh, what are the, you know, the companies that have been there forever? Like a Coca Cola that have been there forever. I we trust them. They've proven that they are trustworthy. And that's what I want to buy because I don't want to, um, you know, I want to invest in something that has been around for a while. So I see that you know, for your type of NFT, um, in the future,
1: um, the, the the use, like the, the use case and the, or the business case around can Meta fans, uh, you know, be worth 10,000, 25,000, $50,000 a piece exists. And I, I honestly believe that I can make the the financial argument. I could put together a slide deck that says, this is why that is true. Yeah. And 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 that's because as this continues to grow, I mean, like if you're providing, you know, a level of, uh, of, of experiences and access to, to, you know, events and, and tickets to things, and we're putting our own, our own stuff in the net, I mean, if a country club and, and, and if we keep like, I mean, listen, like this can, who knows, maybe. Maybe one day we end up building golf courses I mean, who knows, right? Like I'm high yeah. yeah. in the sky, but my point is that, and then let's say that uh, technology does come out one day where like you can, uh, you know, loan a Metafan for a week at a time or a month at a time to someone and that te- that technology within blockchain, you know, is built. Um, yeah. So that everyone can trust this transfer of ownership for maybe temporary periods of time, whatever. All this comes together. I can make the argument that there is a reason why someone might pay $25,000 to own a MetaFan because the business model, like what we're doing, and back to my point before, is we are taking a business model that exists today, membership, but yeah. we're just, we're flipping it in terms of, how it's presented to people and how the how the business model itself is structured and operated. So instead of you having to pay one upfront payment and then dues every month and then also pay for things, you know, basically your initiation, your dues is also then the right to pay for other things. Like when I go to, you know, a country club to play golf, there's an initiation fee. I pay my dues, but then I still have to pay for the golf and I still have to pay for the food when I get there and all that. Well now we're just saying there's a one time fee, a life it's a one time lifetime fee. And then we also just take the royalties and residuals, 10% or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. As long as you own the NFT.
1: Right. So for,
0: again, <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: saying like, okay, well, if there's no dues and you're getting all this stuff, then yeah, this one time fee to be a part of this, you know, exclusive premium level club. I, I can see that business case standing on its own two legs.
0: I see it too. I see it. I mean, again, you know, I'm a, I'm a thinker. Um, and I try to like, you know, so how would this work and how would that work? But I totally see it. This is a no brainer for me. Like I've thought about it and I'm like, this actually makes a lot of sense. Like legit, if things work, you know, the space wasn't what it is right now and things work according to how it should work. And of course again we're new um the space is fresh and people are still discovering things i can see it being you know obviously one of the most valuable NFTs in my wallet which is why i'm not getting rid of (laughs) mine ever and
1: and, uh you know spoiler alert they you can still mint one for 0.08 eth which is like what two hundred dollars
0: yeah. And this would be a good time, right? Because eat this, um, eat this down. Like this is this a, actually, that is very true. This is a good entry point. And I kind of like that. I like the fact that, um, you are, um, building out organically and not, cause I was at your, your Miami party and I saw, you know, people that came to the party and yep. then started minting on the spot because yeah. they enjoyed the experience. I saw that firsthand and I was like, oh, wow. Um, And they were minting right on the spot because they saw and enjoyed the experience. Um, So I like that. I like the fact that you're doing it organically because, you know, a lot of people just, oh, we want to mint out right away and then we'll get influencers to pump the stuff. But then what you end up doing when you do that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with minting out right away. right? Um, And again, there's nothing wrong with s- slow minting organically. organically. Organically, if you have something to offer, if you're building something over time, I think the minting out right away would be perfect for, you know, if you're trying to flip, but if you're building out over time, I don't think there's anything wrong with building out, I mean, um, organically, right? Um, Because then you're going to attract people that are specifically for what you're offering.
1: You know, it's actually, I haven't thought about this before, but what you're talking about now is actually sparking, um, more thoughts and just kind of like longer term strategy for the space. But we might, we, we might be, uh, inadvertently creating a, a new strategy of sorts for, for, you know, projects for, oh, yeah, we'll all join into the space where there might actually, like, there's the, obviously we you know just like anyone else we wish we would have minted out in 24 hours because why not you know then you're, you're solidified in the space right away that's a positive indicator with how consumers look at things right now even though that might change over time mm-hmm. but, but the beauty of ha- us not having minted out right away is that and you you saw it firsthand as well the community that we've actually curated and and developed is super tight and like yeah really, really, like I also kind of hate the word community because it like <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> you're,
0: it's, you're it worse than me. Around.
1: It just gets thrown around too much, and it's like, what yeah. does that even mean? But I don't know what word I want to use. But we have an amazing community of people because they've all been around, just getting to know each other mm-hmm. and, and buying into the project and to what we're doing for the right reasons because they want to be a part of our membership, and so it's almost like. I think that we've got too strong of a base to fail now, right? Like yeah. if we mint out tomorrow, we have a strong enough base to hold everything up for the long run. Even if we pick up a bunch of flippers and people that aren't really interested in the product, because we have a strong enough core base of those, you know, a thousand plus people that are just like really, really into meta fans. Into meta fans. Uh, yeah. And maybe that's a strategy down the road for, 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 you know, companies that are trying to create a web three product and um they they kind of go this slow burn route on purpose to start um and then open things up at the two or three month marker and everyone's yeah. like waiting and waiting um to to have that opportunity to then be able to jump in and the the the, the slow organic growth in the beginning is uh is purposeful.
0: A plus. Yeah. I'm I'm a genius by the way. So yeah, I, my ideas are always fabulous, (laughs) but you know, who's doing that as well. You're right. And I think some people are actually doing that. Um, um, is it hugs? Hugs is, you know, they're, I guess an, it's an alpha group you know what to be honest i'm not saying what they do um but i think it's a it's an nft where they share alpha um but they do that they're not releasing their entire nfts at once they're just in batches you know yeah they're doing it in batches and I, I think that's interesting i find that actually really interesting um
1: because it, is, it yeah. also shows a level of financial strength because you're not counting on uh selling out in 24 hours to be able to fund whatever you're vision
0: is. exact. I think the whole selling out in 24 hours, again, is just how our minds are being programmed in the space, you yeah. know, how are like, There's if you have
1: lots of speculation and cash.
0: Yeah. If you have strong convictions about the NFT and you have a strong belief in the team and you actually see them doing something like you are doing something, I've seen it, yeah. right? Um and you see them actually doing something it's not fluff it's not oh we're going to do something and six months later not oh gosh not I've, i have a few of those in my wallet um and it's nothing that you actually believe in you know this is why i think over time again they're going to be people that will only be coming into the space to buy established nfts and not new ones we are yeah. going to have those type of people as, as well because it's safer you know, if you have companies or um founders or teams that can ride the bear market and still keep building and build even stronger during the bear market, you're gonna wanna bet yourself on that, you know, versus yeah. people that oh you're not sure if they can survive thick um thick anthin, what the word is? Thick or thin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thick anthin. Yeah. Thick yep. yeah. Genius doesn't know thicker
1: thin. <laughs> I know. And it's even, a, but the thing is, even established, you know, um, quote unquote projects. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very interested to see what happens in the space over the next 12 to 24 months. Because like, you know, Yuga, they're, uh-huh. they're actually building a business, right? Um, yes. There's, there's a point. There's a North Star of what they're building towards. Um, you know, I look at other projects and I'm not, I am not, cause I also just don't know the answer potentially. And so I'm, I'm just pointing out examples, but like, you know, doodles, for example, on mm-hmm. the uh, main part, they're definitely creating a brand and yes. I can see their brand, their brand is going to be worth a lot. Um, what is the, what, but what is, what makes one of their NFTs worth 13 ETH? If the answer is it's just a, it's a digital flex, then I can accept that answer, but is, or is there something else um, that's going actually going to be provided, you know, to make those holders realize that they're, they're holding something that actually has more concrete value as opposed to speculative value. I think that board a yacht club has actually provided provided at this point now, enough concrete value that allows me to to understand why a board ape floor is at a hundred ETH. I can yeah. actually somewhat comprehend that. Um, but it's harder for me for other projects that are considered blue chips because I'm waiting to understand like what are, what is this business building towards that gives their NFT the value outside of the speculative value.
0: This is where the investigative reporter in me comes out. And I feel like, you know what, I should probably start investigating. I think I'm going to do that, like do a show or a couple of shows where I look at every single one of these blue chips and I look at what they're actually offering. And analyze it. I think I'm going to do that because that would be
1: be very, very helpful for your listeners. I think.
0: Yeah, because we don't really think about that, right? We just think, oh, this one has value. Um, you know, and like you said, doodles Doodles is a brand, and they're building out the brand. Um, I don't know what their IP rights are. Maybe they give IP, but if they're building a, a national or international brand that is. Um, well recognized, kind of like, I think what helps the board apes as well is that they're well recognized, right? right? So if you walk into an airport, for instance, and you have a board ape jacket, chances are somebody might know what it is. <laughs> and yeah. it's a, it's a flex as well. Yeah. Um, you know, but you can actually then, I've seen it situations where board ape restaurants, um, I have a collector yeah. of mine who, um, I spoke about this on the last show. Who is a board ape, and he um, he has like board ape branded um, products. I don't want to say what the products are. Yeah, um, yeah he has. I don't want to quote the wrong type of product. Rather, not 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 say what the products are, but he has board ape branded products, right? Yeah. And he sells board ape branded products. I see a couple of board apes. That do that um i know one oh actually this is doge like dogecoin um yep. in la here there's something called doge chicken they have such awesome chicken and it's based on <laughs> the dogecoin right yep. um yeah so we see we see situations like that so maybe that's where doodles is going the maybe. one that that confuses me is azuki <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that one confuses me like what I mean, they do have a strong community, but what is, what is a Zuki offering? So I you're right. And I'm going to kick in my investigative journalist mode and I'm going to find out what each of these, you know, any NFT that's five ETH and up, why is it five ETH and up? I want to
1: know. I would start at three, just given where the market is right now. So even like cool cats are at like three and a half right now. There's other ones that are on the like world of women is at like four and a half. So there's some oh, ones that are still considered like blue chip.
0: Oh God. They dumped so bad. The cold cats. I feel so bad for them. Everything is dumped. Everything. Oh is dumped. my gosh. Yeah. I mean, even
1: uh-huh. even B friends is at eight. I think I saw earlier today it's at eight. I mean, it peaked at like 20. So Ooh.
0: imagine everything. if I bought it. 20. Well, this is why I keep saying this, right? If you're getting NFTs, not for conviction and I'm guilty. I'm not going to be a hypocrite, but I'm learning my lesson. I have learned my lesson. I don't mint as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Now I go, okay, do I, you know, what is this? What does it do for me? Yeah. You know, if I'm collecting art, I know what it does for me. I'm buying art. Like I would walk into a gallery. But if I'm buying this NFT, because if I say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not necessarily, I'm not a flipper, you know? Um, I suck at it. <laughs> I've tried and I'm a lot mad. of work. It, it is. It. it is. And I, I know myself, I do not have the energy to be a flipper. So you got to know yourself as well, right? What type of person are you um, in the NFT space? So if I look at an NFT, when I get like (sighs) tons and tons of NFTs being proposed to me, especially um, because of the podcast or whatnot, tons. And I look at them and I'm like, okay, why? Why? Why should I now I do before I do like, oh, oh, my God, that sounds good. Now I really sit back and analyze and think to myself, why should I hold this token because I know who I am, and I know I will diamond hand this thing. And if it does not have really good um use cases for me personally, right? Like if I had an NFT that said, Oh, you're going to get a hair wash every week. I'd buy that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause right. I love to get my hair washed. Um, you know, so if it doesn't apply to me, why am I getting it? Right. Why am I here? Like, I'm not going to use it. Right. It's just going to sit in my wallet and then, you know, somebody else is going to enjoy the money. Why am I doing it? Exactly. So, um, you got to understand who you are in the NFT space. You know, there's a difference between, you know, if I want to support a friend or support somebody um, and if I'm buying art or if it's just a random project.
1: Yep. You know? and I think it's just about having intentionality bottom line about everything that you do. And there's no. Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being uh, and trying to take advantage of where we are right now in the Web3 space and say, I want to be a flipper. In an oh, industry. yeah. But you just need to be extremely intentional. Intentional. Yeah. That That means that that takes a a significant amount of work. You need to be disciplined. You need to do a ton of research. You need to dig into projects. You need to try to make connections with people in the space that might know some things that will help inform your purchase decisions. And that's the reason that you are in the space doing what you're doing. Exactly. And if you're not doing that, then the only other people that should be involved... Are people that are buying products because they want to buy that product for its value, and you? Can't exactly. I don't think that there is anything else besides one of those two. So you just need to choose which one you are, um, and then be intentional about
0: it. Exactly. I mean, like, like you said, there's nothing wrong with being a flipper, but know who you are. right Right. know who you are so you can act accordingly if you're somebody that gets attached to your nfts and you know you're somebody that gets attached to your nfts you're not a flipper (laughs) don't try to be you're not (laughs) you know because you're gonna end up holding a lot of bags (laughs) you know so but if you're somebody that you know can i know i have a friend of mine um she detaches herself so easily. Like, she, you know, we can buy the same NFT and I'm still lo- Googling at it like, oh. And she's like, oh, I sold that a long time ago. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, she keeps it moving. So her personality is obviously different from my personality. So she understands um the only NFTs that she holds on to are the ones that she has strong convictions about, right? And yep. I, I mean, I have some in my um in my wallet where it's just sentiments you know but now i'm starting to be more like her where the only nfts i hold on to or besides the ones they're hidden in my hidden folder (laughs) because i can't even sell them um are the ones that i have strong convictions about and then when i can sell the ones that i don't have strong convictions about trust me they're gone like right. let's let somebody else that, you know, has strong convictions about that community have it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause there'll be somebody, you know, we're all different. We, we're all different. So there will be somebody. So we're, we're approaching um the end of the show, but I wanted us to talk about something before, before you go, this is kind of very important because I want people to kind of understand how NFTs can be used um, again, in real life, right, for experiences. And I'm going to use Metaphans, obviously, as an example, because you're here, Jeff, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're it's phone. by
1: the time already. It's crazy, huh?
0: I know, the time flew. like, um, And that's, you know, great conversations. You lose track of time. Um, so if I, for instance, I'm holding a metaphor. We're going to pretend I'm not holding the Metaphans. I'm new, and I just minted a fan Right, I go on the Metafans website, mint a Metafans, um, join the Discord, or don't join the Discord. I don't know what should I expect just from minting a Metafans.
1: So um, you will have access to our ticketing platform that I mentioned earlier. So on our mm-hmm. website as well, you can if you're looking to go buy tickets to a concert you really wanted to go to. That's you know a week from now. Instead of going on StubHub, you go to our site. We don't make any money off of it. We basically have like a pipeline, uh, you know, uh, a pipe of broker's tickets, but we turn all the fees off just to give back to the community. So we're nice. not making any money off of anything. We just w- don't want you to get, you know, bamboozled by StubHub over and over and over again. So you'll have an opportunity to use that. Um, and then, you know, joining our Discord is important, um, you know, for today, you know, in today's mm-hmm. world. Yeah. because that's our main mode of communication um and having that one-on-one conversation with each one of our holders and it's kind of where our announcement hub is out of so that you understand like what what uh what events sporting events or entertainment events so we've got like Lollapalooza coming up or we had some concerts down here in south florida or we've got tickets to cubs games in chicago or beach life festival in california or you know, football games in South Florida are just, you know, tickets to different stuff. And what do we have in our inventory? And what are we giving away to Metafans? Um, you can basically enter, you know, our drawings, our, our raffles, uh, that is, depending on how many Meta fans you own, uh, you know, gives you a very good chance of being able to win premium level tickets to stuff uh, that you want to be able to go to. So you get, you know, instant access to that. All of our different, um, you know, free to play cash prize games, Ethereum prize games that we have. Uh, you can play in all of those. Um, so we just had our PGA pickums for the PGA championship, it's one of the you know the golf major championships of the year, yeah. Um, so you're able to play in that. Um, that's run out of a third party platform today. Again, also something that I'm planning on building and changing, but you know, the communication around that and when it's going live and where to go and all that's happening out of Discord, so um. Yeah, so I mean, I think, yeah, and then you know, talking about like what's going on at FTNYC and what events are we having, and the calendar that we're going to put out of our events, or you know, talking about the F one party that we had, or the Super Bowl party that we did back in February at Wrigley Field. Um, all I that- missed
0: that. I'm 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 sorry. I'm so I missed that. I know um, Emily. I talked about Emily in the last show, too. She's a friend, and she was the one who introduced me to MetaFans or told me about MetaFans, and she's bullish on MetaFans. She loves MetaFans, and because she loves MetaFans, I fell in love with MetaFans. You know, she said she was telling me about the Super Bowl party, and I was like, oh, darn, Um, I missed that. But how was that? Sorry, I I know this is, like, way off, but I'm curious. It was
1: really fun. Like, we had 200 people. Just meta fans and their plus and a plus one if they wanted to bring one. And it was like eight hours of open bar at Wrigley Field in the 1914 club. We were the only people in the entire stadium, one of the most iconic stadiums, you know, in the world and especially in the United States. And uh, we just had the big screens up. We had DJ spinning. We had, you know, great drinks going around. We had, um, you know, the buffet from the 1914 club, just the, you know, photo booths, just kind of the works. Our merch stations were set up. And we just had an epic eight hours together, watching the game, having fun, minting meta fans, dancing, eating, drinking, um, and raising some money for charity. And it was just, it was just an epic time. And you can check out, uh, the recap of that, uh, is on our Instagram and Twitter. So you can, you can see that as well as the recap from our F1 party that we had just a couple weeks ago that you were at.
0: I was in the recap. I saw myself. I was like, Hey, yeah. that girl looks familiar. <laughs> and I was probably not. I was like, oh, No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I was, I had so much fun. You can tell.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, mean, it was amazing time. I had such a good time. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that was the rule party. And then that's, you know, what you can expect as soon as you mint a meta it's, it's kind of instant value. You just jump into the community and see everything that we have going on. Um, and it's really important to me to make sure that, you know, me and the team are working on like every day, how do we deliver value, whether it's, yeah um, you know, spaces that we're doing games that we're providing events that we're telling people that there's details to coming forward, fun content, just anything that we can to always be providing value. Um, so people see that we're always building. And so, um, that's kind of, as soon as you mint that fan that's what you can start doing with us.
0: Last question. The... Ticketing part of it, right? Um, when I go on the MetaFans, um, website and I connect, I obviously have to connect my wallet, um, yep. prove that I have the NFT. The ticketing part of it, is it like at a discount? Do I get the tickets cheaper than I would like, you know, in the regular market?
1: It, you get them cheaper because we've turned off the fees. So like, for Got example, it. so like, let's say you're comparing an apples to apples, you know, $200 ticket to a concert on our platform or on StubHub. Well, on StubHub, that two hundred dollar ticket like ends up being like a two hundred eighty dollar ticket, and on our platform, that two hundred dollar ticket is like a two hundred ten dollar ticket. Got so it. In apples to apples comparison of like the same ticket in the same row, that's the same price. Um, you're going to save money with us. So it's not that the ticket is discounted, but just because we've the fees are gone. Fees, yeah, you're you're saving money because otherwise you would have had to pay that extra, you know, eighty dollars or whatever it was per ticket um, on StubHub.
0: Plus fees. Okay, got it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I I wanted to clarify that because I wasn't um um that's the only part I guess I haven't used um because I'm such a homebody and I yeah, haven't I actually yeah. used
1: it myself. I am a big hockey fan and yeah. I'm a big Panthers fan. So I I actually it was good timing. But uh, my brother's graduation from uh, GW in the DC area was a couple weeks ago. At the same mm-hmm. time, the Panthers were playing a playoff game against the Washington Capitals. So I was already flown up there for my brother's graduation. And, uh, and so I decided that I wanted to have me and the whole family, my parents, my siblings all go to a Panthers game against the capitals that was just like a pivotal game in the series. And I bought amazing seats, bought them on our ticketing website. Because oh, beautiful, I, beautiful! I, I probably saved like close to four hundred dollars buying them off of our site versus. Oh,
0: StubHub. do you have like basketball, like LA? Really,
1: everything. If you enter the site, it looks like it looks like a StubHub. You can go, you can find NASCAR races, concerts at any arena. Um, any, literally, it's it's just like any other uh, third-party ticketing website when you when you get onto it.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out today for sure. See, I'm, I I see I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> I see. was like, yeah, okay. I know Metafantasy can party, but now it's like an extra extra for me, right? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna check that out because summer summer is approaching, and um, you know, it'd be nice to just get out there and do some summery um sporting events, um, for sure. Totally yeah all right. Um, well, <laughs> it has been a really awesome time with you, Jeff. Like I've enjoyed this conversation so much. I almost Thank feel like we' could... have been immaculate. I, it has been immaculate. I, I cannot I'm looking forward to seeing you next month. Yay, I know. I know. Um, we're, gonna, we're gonna have so much fun. Um, but yeah, if they need to find you, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, so um I am at Crypto Nuggies on Twitter uh personally. So that's C-R-Y-P-T-O-Nuggies N-U-G-G-I-E-S. And you can also find us at MetaFans at MetaFans N F T on Twitter and Instagram, as well as metafans.com. That's M-E-T-A-F-A-N-S.com. Uh that's where you can mint a Metafan. Uh check out the ticketing website once you do. Um, and then you know the link to our Discord and all of that you can also find either on our website or in our on our Twitter area there. You can find it And just, uh, just come hang out. Like even if you don't want to buy one or mint one, uh, just come like see what the community is all about. People are in Discord all the time, chatting, hanging, talking sports, just talking about life, taking it as an opportunity to just decompress. Like we really kind of have built this very family oriented community of people that just love being around each other. So, um, come check us out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm, I'm gonna, before NFT NYC, I'm gonna do a full episode of the events that I'll be at. So, um, and I'll be at yours. You guys cannot get rid of me. Oh, <laughs> I'll not mention. Yet. I know not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Y'all can't get rid of me. You're stuck with me. Um, I'll definitely put that out there as well. So if anybody wants to come, you know, hang out and meet up at the Metafans, please do a soccer match. I'm, I'm finger crossing that you do some sort of sporting like match. So I can show off my little skills, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. I really want to do something like that. The team's the team is working on building something like that out, an event like that. So yeah, super cool about it. And also, by the way, I just wanted to say like I'm also very, you know, a huge focus of mine is just how do we keep adoption growing? And how do we keep getting people coming into the space comfortably? And so
0: yes, whenever
1: wants to just like DM me, reach out, whatever it may be, and just wants to like talk, ask questions, um, you know, any of that just like, please, please feel free. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm an open book, and I just want to help.
0: I will put your Twitter link in the show notes so people can reach out to you because you're a, I already know you're a genius, a genius. We geniuses got to stick together. (laughs) We got to stick together. (laughs) You
1: see me blushing significantly. (laughs)
0: All right, Jeff, thank you so much for um, coming on the show today. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you, Tony. Awesome. All right, everyone, that is going to be it for today's episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I have maybe one little announcement again. Um, I'm going to keep saying this. Um, I'm going to get a T-shirt at this point that says Times Square Artist. Again, if you did not listen to the previous episode, one of my art pieces will be displayed in Times Square. Yay! Um, during NFT NYC. It is such huge news for me that I cannot help but keep telling you all about it. So if you do, um if you are going to be in New York June 22nd through, I guess, 20, no, Sorry, I think June twentieth to thirty third. Sorry, and you do see one of my pieces. My pieces are recognizable. Um, please take a picture. I want to. I want to. I want to see your reactions. That would be so awesome. And if you're going to be in New York during NFT NYC, hop in the Discord. Hop in the Champagner Social Club Discord, and let me know so I can let you know what we're um planning out. Maybe you can hang out with the champagneers, Hang out with Meta fans as well, because I will be hanging out with them as well. And again, before I end the show. I want to give the biggest, big, big shout out to one of my awesome collectors, um, Frankie the Tanky. You shock me every single time. Um, he just collected two more pieces from my Legends Live Forever collection, and he's such a legend for doing this. Because you know, I I love it when I meet people that see art and appreciate art. Because we artists, we put our heart and soul into our pieces. And coming in contact or just meeting and connecting with people that see the value in what we're trying to do and what we're putting out there is such a magical, um, such a magical thing, you know, for artists and yes um the wheels attorney so frankie big shout out to you frankie d tanky you are such an awesome human you are legendary because you literally have three legends live forever at this point um yeah you know so our land was like the top holder of legends live forever now frankie is the top holder of legends live forever every single one of my collectors out there you are awesome. You are wonderful. You are legends. You are legendary. You are helping me build my story and you know we're, we're we're taking this somewhere and when i'm up there i already started doing like all my acceptance speeches you know so i can say so i don't forget anybody and thank you frankie and thank you Sorland, and, and, and thank you um mariana <laughs> thank you cj <laughs> all right y'all so that would be it for today's episode um again catch us in another episode of the NXT talk show podcast do not forget to Follow our socials. Do not forget to share and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And do not forget to subscribe. It is important that you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And um, yeah, we are climbing up there in the charts. There's a reason for that. Good content and awesome listeners. Thank you to all my listeners. I really appreciate you. All right. That will be it for today's show. I am Tony Payne and I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.